Welcome back to another edition of the Ball Street Journal podcast. We got a special episode today. It's been some time, but me, Nishant, and Saad all here. Virtual though, but we are all back together. What's up, guys? Hey, what's going on, fellas? Yeah, yeah you left out that the first time ever that all four of us, including the producer, oh, yeah. who, won't, who won't be speaking, is, is sitting in. <laughs> the, the producer gave up a workout to join in on this, so we major props to him, to Sandeep. He decided the Ball Street Journal is more important than his workout. <laughs> Bro, in terms of uh, top three deucers of all time, it's Jackson. No, no, no. It's Sandeep, <laughs> then Jackson, then whoever produces uh, Bill Simmons' podcast. I don't even know his name. Uh, Kyle. Nephew Kyle. <laughs> nephew Kyle. <laughs> no, and I mean, we, as you we heard on the Hoop Collective today, Jackson wanted to go to a Rams game rather than record the pod. So, <laughs> so and Sandeep's out here, you know, giving up a workout for us. So, major props. But, for real. Guys, but the season's starting tomorrow. You guys excited? Let's go, man. Bro, this is the best time of year. It's, it's literally the only time for a few weeks where we have basketball, football, and baseball. And... You know, the Eagles killing it last night. The Phillies. I mean, I'm not a Phillies fan, but I like the Yankees. <laughs> but but... Now, you, now you are. <laughs> now I am. Sounds <laughs> about to convert. Red October, baby. No, so you don't like hockey? You're not going to give hockey a plug here? Dude, I don't watch hockey. <laughs> I can't follow that little-ass pug. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just, just moving, bro. <laughs> oh, man. But I think this is a perfect time. So we, me and Sean did the Eastern Conference preview pod a couple weeks ago. After that, you know, the Drew Holiday trade happened. The Dame trade happened. We talked about it on another pod. And then this is almost a perfect time because we're getting all these extensions happening now. These past couple of days. Some injury news in the West too. So we're going to hit on that. So let's go do a get into it. Our Western Conference preview pod. We'll start with the Southwest Division. So last year, the standings were the Grizzlies finished first, 51 and 31, the Pelicans 42 and 40, the Mavericks 38 and 44, did not make the playoffs. It was a terrible season for the Mavs. I still, wow, I just saw that record again. I was like, wow, I didn't realize the Mavs were that bad. Then the Rockets and Spurs were both 22 and 60. So, Zad, I'll start with you. Looking at those top five, those five teams in the Southwest Division, um, we'll start with who do you think is going to finish first in that division this year? Yo, man, it honestly boils down to to health, right? Uh, news came out: Memphis Grizzlies lost Stephen Adams for the hey, year. That's a yeah for the year. That's a significant piece, bro. Like he 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 is literally the anchor of their defense. He provides so much in terms of rebounding and setting screens too. They don't have John Morant for the first twenty five games. They add Marcus Smart. They have you know some solid fill in potential, but. Are they really going to be the same? I don't know. The Pelicans, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I know I know they get you excited. <laughs> I love Zion, bro. But can he can he uh, lay off the donuts and the other off-court <laughs> off activities? <laughs> Won't delve too much into that, but I think we all know what I'm referring to. 
the Mavs, yo, they've been they've been quiet and they've made some solid moves. They had a good draft, you know. I guess tanking for them, <laughs> they get to keep their uh, what, what 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 did it end up being? Their tenth overall pick. Yeah, and they yeah. got and they, they got made some- a trades trades with that. So and then they ended up getting Derek Lively at twelve. Yeah. And then they got uh, 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 Raquan Holmes, Raquan Holmes, however you say Yeah, yeah, name. from the Kings, they did. Yeah, they made some draft night moves. Bro, I think, honestly, I'm going to put the Mavs up there. I think they win this division. Ooh. Spicy. And the, and the Rockets, I know they're pushing. You know, they, they added some pieces as well with uh, uh, Dylan Brooks and uh, Van Vliet. But, I don't know, they're going to be a borderline playing team to me and Yo, Wemby, bro. Ooh, did you guys see the game on Friday? Yeah. That's the one against the Warriors, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Human oh, cheat code. He blo- he's a, literally, he blocked, he blocked Wiggins and Clay from, I felt like he jumped from like right underneath the paint <laughs> and blocked them from the hum- three-point Human cheat code. Human cheat code. <laughs> For real, bro. You see but what Shaq said, trash. right? You see what Shaq said. Shaq said, you know, it's unfair to the NBA. He's genetically gifted, and it's like, you know, it takes away the skill from the game. I was like, bro, this guy's pretty skilled. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> yeah. He's definitely more skilled than Shaq. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, that would be my take, man. I think the Mavs got it. I, I, I mean, I should have seen that coming, enough. especially because they got your old boy, Kyrie Irving. <laughs> Yo, chill. Rider, his ride or die. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly the die part. Saad just can't, he just can't quit Kyrie. <laughs> It's like a it's like a drug, bro. It's it's literally like a like a heroin or cocaine. It's just like you can't stop, bro. Wait, wait till back. that wait till that next hit where he misses six games because he's uh, bored at home. That's 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 uh, synonymous with withdrawal. You know, a couple of days no heroin, you start getting all those symptoms. That's what it's like when Kyrie misses games, bro. Pusha, who do you who do you got winning this division? I got the Pelicans. I think surprisingly, oh. probably the most stable team going into the season healthy. And we remember, you know, what was it like? Uh, maybe half of the way through the season, they were the number two seed. So, um, you know, barring... But they were even like, again, yeah, like number one at one point, right? Like I bet They were number like, one at one point, but... <clears throat> yeah, so I, I feel like they have all the pieces that they need. And, um, you know, you can't, you can't predict injury. So this is always barring injury. But, you know, Memphis got suspensions. Dallas has Kyrie Irving. And, <laughs> and Houston and Spurs, I think they're just um you know, they're 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 the bottom of the the, the bottom of the league pretty much right now just cuz they're in they're in a rebuild, which is totally fine, which is understandable. Who you got, AJ? I was going back and forth with this and before yesterday, I honestly did have the Grizzlies winning this division. Uh Jaw was going to be out for 25 games, but their record in the past couple of years, even when Jaws missing games, honestly hasn't been that terrible. Granted, that was because they had Tyus Jones, they lost him, but they had Mark, they have Marcus Smart now, Derek Rose. Like I don't know how much he's gonna play, but I thought they would have been capable. But now with no Adams, no Brandon Clark, we don't know when he's coming back from that Achilles injury, and now Adams gone for the whole year. They're gonna be starting Xavier Tillman senior. <laughs> And Deshaun, uh, your your other boy, Kenny Kenny Lofton Jr., big boy, <laughs> the thick god. But yeah, uh, <laughs> the thing is, I unless they trade for Robert Williams, and Deshaun, you, you just uh, I'm gonna give you credit for this trade because you just said you suggested it. 
literally pre prior to the pod and I was like, wow, he would be a perfect fit. The Grizzlies still have some extra picks. Maybe throw in like Tillman and some picks and get Robert Williams. If they do that, I think they could survive. But since we don't know if that trade's gonna happen, I'm I'm gonna go with the maps. I can't believe I'm saying saying this. Uh, Ouch! Only because I can't, I still can't trust Zion. There's a reason I didn't pick him in my under twenty five or twenty whatever list we did last year, and I think I was like kind of uh, the fact that he missed so many games proved that take right. Even though in the beginning it could look wrong, Zion gives you flashes, but he doesn't give you prolonged playing time. So I'm going to go with the Mavs, but I'm not feeling great about this, honestly, because Luca and Kai didn't look that great in the preseason. They didn't build up that much chemistry. And after that, you're really hoping guys like Grant Williams, Josh Green, Tim Hardaway, like a bunch of role players, but you hope they step up and they're relying on these rookies. But I think just the fact that Memphis has got these injuries, Pelicans and their history, Gotta go with the maps. Hopefully, this is Lucas' recovery year. But, but then, um, so that was so. Me and Saad got maps. Nishan's got the Pelicans. So Nishan, who do you got finishing second in this division? Then I probably have the Grizzlies coming second here. <clears throat> they will get all their players healthy. Desmond Bain's probably going to take another step forward in those twenty-five games. You know, you do have uh, you're missing Stephen Adams, who's like a defensive. Uh, presence on his own, but they did pick up, you know, Mark Smart, who in his own way, it's a different type of defense, but maybe will help be able to hold them in check. The only question for, for that team is just like, how much can Jaron Jackson stay on the court? Cause as soon as he gets into foul trouble, they're going to be in a lot of trouble. <clears throat> and, but I think they'll be good enough. They have good continuity. They're a team that's mostly been together in terms of their core pieces. And I think Morant's going to come back and have something to prove. So I think. Maybe in the beginning of the season, they don't start off that well, but they, they'll probably make a push towards the end and hopefully finish second. Second. Who do you got uh, second in this division, Todd? Oh, it's tough, man. I mean, obviously, I'm between the two teams, uh, the Grizzlies and Pelicans. The Grizzlies make a compelling case, but I just think there's too, there's too much, too much going on there. They have too many missing pieces. Um, you know, even, <laughs> the Pelicans, I'm, I'm once again putting my faith in a healthy Zion Williamson. If he can, yo, uh, we sh- I shared a meme with you guys. It was like, uh, Shaq, Shaq's weight versus, um, Chet and, uh, Wemby, their combined weight or whatever. I would love to see Zion and, and those two guys. But as long as he's under the combined weight of both of those guys, I think we're good. <laughs> Um, but nah, I'm taking the Pelicans, man. I think they have, uh, a lot of continuity. I mean, they lost Herb Jones, which is a, a, a solid piece. He's out for like, what, 12 weeks, I think? Yep. He's out. And then Trey Murphy got hurt too. Um, yep. <laughs> this is classic Pelicans. They're just an injury cursed, uh, franchise. I mean, this is going back to like Anthony Davis days. Like, he could never stay healthy. Like, all their role players would get hurt at the most, like, inopportune times. Yeah. But you can't quit him, right? You gotta I go. <laughs> I can't quit, bro. The, the combination, the potential for Point Zion and and Bi, you know, offering that the consistent level of scoring, like I gotta go with, I gotta go with the Palace, man. <laughs> All right. Well, then it sounds like a Jay. You don't have them. No, no. I'm gonna go with the Grizzlies second. I think Ja. I'm hoping the 25 games that he's out is his like chance to 
reflect and realize he's got to make better decisions. And we, I kind of already told you, I think they'll make some sort of trade, but it, the fact that 25 games have no jaw, I think it's not going to help them win the division. But they'll still be a respectable team. They'll make the playoffs, I think, but they will finish second. So then who, who, who do you got third then, Nishan? I mean, I think um, probably all of us will have the third of whichever team that's left. That's not the Rockets or the Spurs here. I, I no, and, you know, I'm actually going to go with the Rockets over the Pels. Ooh. <laughs> oh, ouch, man, the hatred goes deep. Spicy. No, no, all right, no, 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 no. Right. hear me out for tell a second. Me, tell me. Bet, bet, <laughs> no, bet. No, hear me out for a second. All right, so the Rockets. Jalen Green entering his third season. Jabari Smith Jr. He looked nice in the summer league. I think he's going to make a jump, right? And then they got Shangun, but they brought in these veterans, like actual like like uh, players who are respected. Fred Van Vliet, he's going to be a the adult in the room. Dylan Brooks, I don't know, but it, I mean he's still like improving their talent. Then then they got like other veterans. They signed Jeff Green. They signed Reggie Bullock. Nisha, I know you know you're familiar with him. And I just like think the fact that these veterans are going to come in and elevate the young players in the sense like they're going to show them how to work, how to be respectable. And let's not forget Cam Whitmore. He could be a steal. I mean, he's been looking nice in the preseason. But I think the biggest thing, biggest addition for this team, Ime Udoka. I think because of the off-court transgressions, we forgot what a great coach he was that first year with the Celtics. And I think I, I don't trust the Pelicans. Already injuries are piling up. I don't know if like Ingram and Zion are ever going to work together. So I'm going to go with the Rockets. I think they're going to make that jump because they don't. They have no incentive to lose this year. Their pick is going to go to the Thunder. I think unless it's top four protected, right? Yeah. So they're taking a huge chance. So I like the Rockets over the Pels. That's funny you say like, oh, you don't think B.I. and Zion can coexist because that's my feeling for the Mavs. You know, I, <laughs> I really don't think that that Kai and and um, Luca can coexist. We saw Luca at his best-ish in EuroLeague this year. And it was because it's, he's the guy with the ball. He's the guy that's orchestrating everything. And what's Kyrie better at than anybody at? That's dribbling. Well, if Luca's dribbling, then Kyrie can't have the ball. So that's why I have them third. I'm definitely not so bullish on the Rockets and you know <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, I'm sure I didn't I'm gonna, convince you with I'm my sure, soliloquy just now <laughs> no I'm sure I'm gonna be like at least some some amount of dollars richer because uh, you're gonna make a stupid bet with me and I'm gonna win it um, <clears throat> but yeah I got the Mavs third and I'll just round out the rest of my guy. Yeah, I, I'll yeah. have I have the Rockets fourth and then I have the Spurs fifth I don't think there's much to say besides for a fourth and a fifth seed in the league I mean in the, in the division I, I am excited to see both of those teams for reasons you said and also Wemby of course yeah what about you Sad? did I convince you on the Rockets over I guess for you Yo, at least no probably not right no honestly bro, like you're not wrong with a lot of the stuff you said and honestly we also talked about the Grizzlies and um, everything with Ja I don't know if you guys heard the uh, podcast um, like the Hoop Collective a few weeks ago was talking about who's the next big NBA star to be traded and Ja's oh, name yeah. came up yeah, yeah. I, I was it McMahon or I forgot who said it. Or, yeah, yeah. And if it's like, dude, if it like, think about it. This is this was his second transgression in what a span of three months. Yeah, after he already had a suspension, and after he came out and gave us this big apology and all this, like, bro, if if the Grizzlies trade away Ja, like, their team looks dramatically different. And I don't know if that's a, I, all right. I would say that the Rockets and Grizzlies will have similar records. 
I don't think that's mm. crazy to say. Wow. Because, dude, Ime Edoka is a nice coach, man. <laughs> and he's a dog. Former assistant at the Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> Facts. And now he's going to be Houston. He's going to have all the opportunity to, you know, uh, take a load off in the sense. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, I mean, he basically shut down the Rockets signing James Harden. Exactly, bro. I mean, it's... It's amazing how much you guys believe in a guy who was ejected from a preseason game <laughs> in Dylan Brooks. Literally ejected from a preseason game. <laughs> no, Yudoka will get him under control. Facts. All right. Clearly. So then we all got, I guess, the, the Spurs finishing last. But this year is not about like winning for the Spurs. We all know that. It's just really to see what they got with Vic, who, who are the best pieces around him, um, and try to keep getting more draft picks and building young talent. But man, I, I feel like... The Spurs are going to be up there in terms of like league pass rankings just to see Vic every night. Yep. Dude, how the heck are the Oklahoma City Thunder in the Northwest Division? <laughs> it's because when they're from Seattle days, so uh, they never moved their division. <laughs> I'm like, yo, where's OKC? Southwest? Like, Oklahoma's <laughs> right there. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> but that's perfect. So let's actually go to that division now. So the Northwest Division, last year, the Nuggets finished first, 53 and 29. Timberwolves second, 42 and 40. The Thunder third, 40 and 42. Jazz fourth, 37 and 45. Blazers, 33 and 49. So. I, all right, so Jay, you got, I'm assuming you got the Jazz finishing first because <laughs> you're all about like hot takes and coaching. No, no, I was just going to say, <laughs> I was just going to say, I think we could all skip who's going to finish first in this division because I'm sure we all have the Nuggets, right? Mm-hmm. Like. This yep. team is just. And then we can fi- we can. Sk- and, and, probably... and then we can skip who's going to finish second because we all have thunder, of course. Nah. Uh, I don't know. I bet I bet Saad has the wolves. <laughs> yo, yo, the wolves. They were their run was more impressive than the Nuggets winning the championship. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> oh, Saad's man. bringing that cat juice. <laughs> <laughs> no, bro. I think Ant had a fantastic uh, summer uh, with the Olympics. He took that next step, and I think. Yo, if it's ever going to work with them, it's going to be this season. And in order for that to happen, Ant has to be that guy. Cat has to be the compliment and Gobert has to be the defensive anchor. And I think they have, they have the framework in place. It's just about can they keep it sustainable, right? Because dude, they honestly did give the Nuggets a really hard time. You think that Cat is still on the team at the end of the season? Dude, honestly, if they're not doing good by the trade deadline, then he's probably going to go somewhere. Yeah, I mean, I mean, all right. So, yeah. so yeah, we got the Wolves are such an interesting team. We got to hit on this. So they, the news just dropped today. Jaden McDaniels signed a five-year, hundred and thirty-six million dollar extension. So basically, they already have three supermax players: Gobert, Cat, and now Ant. And that McDaniels is on an expensive contract. Mc- Mike Conley's an expiring contract, so I don't know if they're just going to let him go into free agency or what they're going to do there. But this team's about to get super expensive. If they're like hovering over 500, they, I mean, I think based on the current projections, they are going to be a second apron team next year if they keep all these guys. And a team that's basically around 500, and the second apron penalties are like, you basically can't do much in terms of roster building. And I think the guy that will go then is Cat. So I, I don't know if he's the, he's on the team. I feel like they're going to do one last run this year. But he's going to be traded next summer. Because you just they, I don't think this is a team that you want to go into the second apron for. 
Edwards is not going anywhere. McDaniels, I feel like, is too young. They're not going to trade him. And Gobert has no trade value. So the only way they can recoup all that picks that they gave up is to trade Cat. So I think he's gone next summer. It's just a matter of one last run in Minnesota and see how far they can get. Agreed. So you, so what do you, uh, so anyway. Oh, so I, yeah, we all got the so Nuggets. Minnesota second? Nuggets first. But I, I'm going to go with the Thunder uh, second in the division. Yeah, me too. Interesting. You know, I think I, I think the Thunder were there. They were there already last year. They've only gotten better. They were only two games worse than the, is, than the Wolves last year. And and I think Chet is like a seamless fit on this team. Like I think that the roster construction that Presti has made here makes so much sense in terms of non-redundancy. And I feel like that's the problem that the Wolves have is they have redundant big men, right? They gave Nas Reed an extension. Oh yeah, I forgot this he's year. kind of expensive now too. Yeah. Three centers, bro. They have like two hundred million for three centers. It's wild. <laughs> exactly, and so you know, I, I do, I do think that Ant is going to take the step up. I think he's going to be, you know, in the conversation for all all NBA. Yeah. But I think the overall better team is going to be the Thunder, and also the Thunder are much deeper. And so, you know, should they have an injury to anyone except for SGA, I think they're going to be able to stay afloat. I see that. I see that for sure. My my Wolves pick is mainly on Ant being that guy, like taking mm-hmm. like a really elite next step. And so yeah. we'll see. Yeah, but I mean, I, I in terms of the Thunder, they kind of remind me of like those young KD Thunder almost. They got the same formula if you think about it. They got SGA's basically at that level that KD was then um, he's SGA was all NBA first team last year I think like we forget that sometimes like that's like incredible he was only in his fifth year last year and already made all NBA first team and now that that starting lineup SGA Dort then they got wing Jalen Williams or J-Dub and then they're gonna start uh, probably Chet at the four or five that's like and then oh sorry I forgot about Giddy so it's gonna be like SGA, Dort, Giddy, Jalen Williams, and then Chet. That's an incredible starting five. They still have some depth on the cut. All these young guys, and the, th- the craziest thing about it, the Thunder. I was telling Nishant, uh, they got all these picks, all these young guys. The next star that's unhappy, I mean, who's gonna beat OKC for it in a change of trade package? Because if they're ready to win now, and they they can go get that. If Joel and Embiid asks out. I mean, the Thunder got the best package. Like, he may not want to go to OKC. No, nah, bro. Got the Nishan's best licking his chops for Embiid, bro. <laughs> yo, yo, hold on. Let me, let me, let me put my, let me put my, um, my tinfoil hat on real quick. <laughs> so the Thunder have way too many picks for them to be able to afford their players. Eventually, they they won't have roster spaces for their players. Um, so they're gonna have to make a move. We all we all can agree on that to give away some of their picks. What if Carl Anthony Towns ends up on the Thunder? <laughs> kind of a seamless fit, right? Chet could use another big guy next to him. Chet is a good at rim uh, defender, but and and but is also a good shooter. Can also dribble, so it's not like the Gobert Towns situation where it might be too much too, crowding too much in the paint. Yeah. Do a deal for and SGA do and a deal for Cat and Giddy. Uh, it kind of makes sense for the both teams. The thing is, I just feel like Cat's not a guy like Sam Presti would want to go for. I mean, the defensive liability that he is, and but he's seen the some greatest, of the comments. That... He's the greatest big man shooter <laughs> of all time, bro. And the biggest thing is, like, the Thunder are a very like buttoned up organization, and we see the comments Cat makes in the media sometimes. 
in this summer. I don't know if that's the type of player Presty wants. His contract should add a clause where he's not allowed to go on podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> but Sad, I'm assuming you'll have yeah, you'll, you'll have, the, gonna thunder, come on you'll have the thunder third then. Yeah, like, yeah got... I think so. I think I think you know you guys are right. SGA is that dude. I think he could. He could be in the MVP conversation this year, but I just think it's also Chet's first year. Like, he's he's a rookie. Like, they're still a very, very young team, and I don't know if they can handle, like... Like, Chet lost a whole year because of a... Like, a LeBron stepped on his ankle, on his foot. Like, come on, bro. Chet's, like, 150 yeah. pounds soaking wet. Yeah, yeah. It, that's that's the biggest fear. Like, I mean, same with Wemby, right? Like, it's just you just so scared that at any time it could all come crashing down but and then i'm assuming for fourth and fifth we all probably got the jazz fourth and the blazers fifth like the blazers they kind of have indicated what they want to do uh, i just want to ask one thing about the blazers what are your guys thoughts on dominating <laughs> that's what he proclaimed himself bro he- yeah he'll be dominating in <laughs> you know relegation <laughs> essentially yo he's about to go off yo 30 and 12 this season. <laughs> 30-12. and 12. And, and then here we have it, guys. Dominating puts up 30-12 and 5 blocks. And the Portland Trailblazers lose by 54 <laughs> points. What a game. Oh, man. But no, I think for the Blazers, it's really all about, like, they got Scoot. He looked pretty exciting in the preseason that we've action that we've seen him in. And they are going to do the same thing the Spurs are now. Just figure out who works with Scoot. Maybe Scoot and Aiton could be a nice pick and roll combo. Like I think that's all like we can expect out of the Blazers and the Jazz. I just don't know. They're actually one of those tough teams to figure out. They, I, I do think they're going to finish fourth in this division, but that front line of Collins, Marketing, and Walker Kessler, like that's just like I, I'm just so curious how that's going to work out. Will Hardy seems to be like this genius coach based on last year, but I do think the Jazz are going to take a step back this year just because the West got much better and that's but i totally agree, I agree with, that. with that as well and i think that's because of the next division that we're about to talk about exactly so pacific division the hardest mm-hmm. one to figure out and the most competitive division last year all five teams made the playoffs we were just looking at this right before the pot started so the kings finished first 48 and 34 i think they were the number three seed the suns 45 and 37 they were the number four seed the clippers 44 and 38 the number five seed, the Warriors, forty-four and thirty-eight. Number six seed last year, and then the Lakers, forty-three and thirty-nine. The number seven seed. So that they were separated from you know, one to five by five games. All five teams made the playoffs. But Sad, I'm going to start with you. Who is going to win this division? Oh man, this is so so tough, man. <laughs> Yeah, I think, honestly, I think the Kings are running back and win the division again. They have a lot of continuity. I know everyone else, like, leveled up around them. But, like, teams like this, every other team in this division has an aging superstar that's probably not going to play the full length of the season, right? Like, the Kings are the only team that have, like, relatively younger guys that are going to be there throughout the season. Bro, KD is not playing 65 games. Kawhi and Paul George. Enough said. Uh, Steph and Clay. I don't know. Uh, LeBron's not playing 65 games either. Neither is AD. Although his goal is 82 games. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see. 
I, I see it playing out very similarly to what it currently is. Maybe maybe swap the Clippers and Lakers, so they're probably third instead of fifth. But I don't know. That's just how I see it. Sean, what about you? Interesting take. <clears throat> I probably would have said something similar had it not been for this all NBA, um, you know, all NBA requirement, the sixty-five or like, games or award requirement. I think that's going to push some of these guys to rest a little bit less. Um, obviously, the older guys are more prone to getting injured, but like KD wants that All NBA finish. Devin Booker wants that All NBA finish. Brad Beal wants to be in the All NBA conversation. Similarly, like you know, LeBron maybe would be shy of it if he gets hurt, but if he's not, he's still got stuff to play for in terms of you know getting more accolades. People are still he wants to he wants to lay that rest that conversation to rest that he's better than Michael Jordan, at least from whatever he can control. He can't control a uh, finals run. The Warriors, no more pool party. <laughs> you know, they have something clearly to prove. Clay hasn't gotten an extension yet. Mm, so, mm. you know, he clearly has something to prove in terms of money. The Clippers guys, like, is this going to be the kick in the butt to help them play? Because their contract years, right, they haven't been extended yet. If they don't make 65, they're going to keep hemorrhaging personal accolades and you know eventually they want either either one of them is going to want a second another contract and it doesn't seem like Balmer is going to give it to them so personally i think they're all going to play and i still think the suns because of their three superstars can take an injury to any one of them for at least some period of time and still be okay and they pulled out like you know for regular season games it doesn't matter when you're um your bench unit isn't like amazing because you can just mix and match them mm-hmm. as long as your superstars are there. So um, I have the Suns finishing first, and interestingly, I have the Kings finishing last. Oh, dang! So yeah, I mean, I'm because the Kings were the Kings were tremendously healthy last year, and there has to be a regression to the mean. Like there has to be, has to be. Yeah, I, I think that's what we all heard. Like the Kings were so incredibly healthy last year, and Fox was. Like ridiculously good in the clutch. I mean, yeah, he was the Jerry West Award winner for the clutch player of the year for a reason. Whatever but that just award like... means. <laughs> <laughs> but is that replicable? I mean, the health and the clutch play. I feel like sometimes that's a fluke, and I think that's that could be a what the doubters say. I'm sure the Kings are using that as motivation. But I, I think I, I got the Suns winning this division. They look so good in the preseason. In the minutes that we saw KD, Booker, and Beal play together. That it almost doesn't matter. Like Nurkic is probably going to be their center, and who that fourth or fifth guy in that starting lineup is, it could be a Ko- Koji or whoever they rotate. Maybe Bol Bol steps up. We don't Bol know. Bol, baby. <laughs> that I, I kind of like what the Suns did, given that they only had to build out a minimum players. Like they signed some interesting players. They added Grayson Allen recently. Like that could be a playoff player. Like not Yuta. Huh. Oh, Yuta? Oh, Sada, your boy Yuta? Like, hitting those corner threes from KD passes? Watanabe, bro. <laughs> I forgot about Yuta. Yeah, the fact that they got Yuta on a minimum contract, that was incredible. So, yeah. And they have what we say now is superstar insurance, right? The Suns. KD goes down. They still got Book and Beal. One of them goes down. They got two other superstars still running the show. Yeah. All, all I know is I've been... Dude. I've seen KD in back-to-back seasons injure the same thing in the same manner and be out for weeks at a time. And with, yeah. with that said, I've seen Booker and Beal lead teams and be garbage. Yeah, yeah. 
but I mean, I think it's Booker true. like seemed to like ha- take a step up last year. Like even I think Chris Paul kind of made an impact on him, where he kind of taught him like, yo, you can't just like be good going out and scoring. Like there's a way to run a team. And I think when KD, he's gonna have an injury. I think we've seen that now. He's gonna get hurt, but I think they'll stay afloat with Booker and Beal. Because I can't, I can't imagine Beal's a third option now. Like he's gonna see the third best defender. Bro, I think that's good. The Wizards were the worst team in the league with him as the <laughs> first option. <laughs> but he didn't play that much. Yeah, and I don't think I don't think he's a true like best player on a championship team. But when he's your third best player, I think that's saying something. So the Suns. And then the second, I'm going to go with ah, tough. Warriors. I think Warriors. Um, they seem to have been pretty excited. Like, all the news is like, we're so happy that, you know, we have better chemistry this year. So they kind of blame last year on the green punch on Poole. And they're hoping that with Poole gone, Chris Paul, I don't know if he's going to be okay with coming off the bench. That's going to be a storyline. Mishan, you brought up the Clay Thompson. He's going to go into free agency next year because they couldn't get to an extension. I think the X factor for this team is Kaminga. Uh, he looked nice in the preseason. If he can truly take a step up and if Kerr actually plays him, then I think the Warriors make that jump. Third? Oh, man. This is tough. I think I'll go with the Lakers here. Um, I mean, it's going to come down to health. How many games are they going to get LeBron and AD? And then same. Yeah, I got Clippers fourth. And Kings fifth, but I we'll talk about our playoff standings ne- next. But the Clippers, I think the biggest motivation for them is Kawhi and PG are both going into free agency next year. As of now, money they haven't signed the extensions. I'm assuming it's because the Clippers said we're not just going to give you the max, and they probably were like, "All right, fine, like we'll just go into free agency, prove that we deserve the max." So maybe that's how they get them to finally play, and then, and then the Kings. So yeah, Suns, Warriors, Lakers, Clippers, Kings. I got um, so I got the Suns first. I'll have the like Lakers second. You know, Lakers dealt with injury last year too, and LeBron was hurt. You know, the second half of the season for a little bit, and they still. I think they figured something out, like getting Westbrook off the team, getting the guys that they have now on the team, right? And I think you know we expect Reeves to take a step forward. AD hopefully will have a healthier season. Um, that's always a question mark. But now they have role players around them that I think for a regular season team can keep them afloat. Can D'Angelo Russell go out and get you a win? He can. Mm. He can. You know, I think Vando is a great defensive player. I think even Hachimura can probably get you a win or two in the regular season. That's all that takes in this division. And so I got the Lakers second. I'm going to have the Warriors third. Um, I do think that this is going to be an interesting season for the Warriors because one could say they're in contention for the all-washed team, right? Chris Paul, potentially washed. Draymond, potentially washed. Clay, Draymond washed. He's starting washed. a four-year, $100 million contract, and that would suck if he's washed. I mean, but just think about it. Like, these guys have taken... Those are guys, at least between last season and the season before, except for Clay because he was hurt. But, like, Draymond took a significant step back last year, offensively speaking. So I think that they're really, really, really reliant on Steph Curry being healthy throughout the whole regular season. And I do expect him to miss some time. He's going to have some kind of injury that's going to make him miss some time. And I think that's going to be a chunk of games that they're going to lose. Because at least last year they had Poole there who might pick up some of the scoring load. But who's going to score on this team that's also, you know, Chris Paul is not going to really go out there and have a 30-point game. Yeah, Clay could do that. Draymond certainly not. 
And Kuminga, I don't think he's going to get enough minutes to get 30 points. So I think they're going to really struggle from an offensive perspective if, if Curry misses any time. Moses Moody. Fourth, I... Moses Moody. Moody, Moses, Moses, Moses. Yeah. <laughs> not going to happen. And then uh, I also have the Clippers, and then I got the Suns. And I don't have anything else to say about the Clippers. Nice. I, I think, uh, you know, like I said, I think the Kings, with their continuity, I know they didn't sign anyone really in the offseason, but... I like them to to be a good regular season team. I, I think next it's going to be the Lakers because of all of the things that you hit on. You know they have all those uh, role players now, and I think AD is going to be motivated to play eighty two and end up playing probably sixty two or fifty two, which would be <laughs> on par with what what he has done. Um, next, I would say it would be the Suns. Uh, KD is gonna miss at least twenty games. You can, you can. I would bet money on that. Um, and then for me, it's it's the Clippers, just because I think same thing as AD, right? Kawhi and PG are trying to get paydays. They're gonna be motivated to play. Ballmer wants to fill seats in the arena next year, and so into it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But ultimately, I don't think they're gonna like Kawhi's coming off an injury, bro. We know how careful he is. Um, when he's rehabbing and all of that. So I think ultimately he ends up playing at best 55, 60 games. And then, um, the last, bro, if, if Steph misses any time, the Warriors are screwed. And so if he misses 25, 30 games, it's a wrap, bro. The Warriors are going to be good, but they're not going to be like, uh, a, a, a leader in this division, in my opinion. Um, if Curry misses any time. Uh, so that, yeah, so I got what uh, Kings, Lakers, Suns, Clippers, and Warriors. Mm, I love it. Can we talk about how? Can we talk about really quickly how? If you calculate the number of games Kawhi Leonard has played on this contract, he's probably getting paid like a million dollars per game, <laughs> yeah, if not yeah. more, because <laughs> he's played like thirty games every season. That's what I'm saying. Um, bro. I'm just getting a notification that there's going to be no extension for quickly before. Uh... Yeah, I mean, I, that's expected. I, I didn't think there would be anything else. Uh, let them play it out. It's, it is what it is. Maybe they'll maybe they'll get a Reeves-like uh, reception for him in the uh, restrictive free agency. Mm. All right, guys. So let's let's end the pod with this so that we we can get this content out to the producer. Let's go over to the Western Conference play off or sorry play in standing. So let's go over who we think is going to be the top ten teams. Um, number one, I'm going to go with the Nuggets. Across the board. Yeah, I think that's across the board. Nuggets? All right. Agreed. Number two, I'm going to go with the Suns. I agree. Uh, Based on how I have it set up, (laughs) I think it's going to be the Kings. Kings, Yeah, I guess you got to go with the Kings now. All right. I guess number three. Ooh, this is is where it gets. I think the Nuggets and the Suns are just a class above. But based on, I guess, my standing. Ooh. So I had the Warriors winning the Pacific. Um, no, sorry, I had the Suns winning the Pacific. But I think the, I'm going to go three seed Warriors. Yeah, I got the Lakers as a three seed. Interesting, interesting. I think I'm going to have to go with the Lakers as well. Yeah, Lakers number three. Three. And then, do you guys know, I forgot, is the rule where each division winner has to be in the top four? Or I forgot if they they changed that, right? Okay. Because I think while I do have Dallas winning it, 
I think the four seed is going to be the Lakers because I think they're going to be like the third team in their division. But I don't think they're, they're going to have a better record than Dallas. I just think the Southwest is going to be weaker this year. Yeah, give me uh, give me the OKC Thunder here. Um, Yo, give me the Wolves, baby. <laughs> <laughs> give me the Wolves. <laughs> all right, so that was the uh, number four, and then number. F- so now we all got someone from the Southwest, probably a winner from the Southwest. Yeah, five. I guess that this is where I'll, I'll slot in the maps at five. Same. Yeah, I'll put the Pelicans here. And then six, I'm going to go with the Thunder. I think they end up clinching one of these. They're going to take a step up. They're not going to be in the play-in. They're going to be one of the top six teams this year. So I got the Thunder at six. Oof. Spicy. Go ahead and shot. Oh, give me the Grizzlies here. Yeah, they would be higher in the rankings probably at the four mark if it wasn't for John missing so much time. But I think six comfortably, they'll make a push for staying out of the play-in bracket. Uh, once Josh back. Give me the Suns here, bro. Top six. Easy. Mm, top six. Okay. Then for seven. Ooh, so now we have the play-in tournament. I think this is where I'm going to have the Minnesota Timberwolves. I'll have the Warriors at seven. I will take the... This is where I'll take the Thunder. I think they're going to be a high play-in team. Hmm. Number seven. And then eight, I'm going to go here with the Grizzlies. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to take um, the Clippers here at eight. Clippers at eight. All right. And then, so that's our top eight. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. Sure. I got I got the Thunder here. Wait, not. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Did I say Thunder here? Yeah, yeah. You said Thunder oh. at seven, oh, so yeah, yeah. you got to pick a different answer. Um, I got the Pels here, baby. <laughs> all right so then number nine i mean i, ha- I haven't wow i haven't said them yet i can't believe i have them this low but i guess yeah this west is insanely crowded I'm, nine i'm gonna have to go with the the clippers then i'm gonna go with the kings Jeez, i'm also no i said the kings already i'm getting confused with the with the co- uh, division <laughs> and conference uh, it's fine. Here, you want me to rattle off who I thought you had? So you had uh, Nuggets as the first seed. Yep. Number two, you had um, Kings. the Kings. Mm-hmm. Number three, you had, Lakers. I think Lakers. it was the yeah, Lakers. Yeah. Number four, I think you had the Suns. Number five, you had uh, the Mavs. Number six. Um, OKC. No, 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 not OKC. Um no, seven was OKC. Six, I think you're the. Well, I don't know. I lost track of no, your no, no, right. Six, six, uh, Timberwolves, for sure. <laughs> okay. Um, and then seven, I'm, you said Pels? Yeah, no, seven, I said OKC. Eight, I said Pels. Oh. Nine, I'm taking. Um, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll take the Warriors here. Ooh. Okay. And then I guess 10 for me, I, I'm, I'm going to go with the Kings. I still can't believe I had the Clippers and the Kings as the ninth and 10. But man, this West, I yeah, I, I, I guess I'm going to go with the Kings as the 10. I feel like these standings are going to come back to help me. Probably. I'm going to take the Wolves. I'm going to take the Wolves at 10, which means I have the Mavs on the outside. Oh, you have the Mavs not even making the top 10. The shot hates the Mavs since the Brunson. <laughs> he's like he's not. He's got lost all respect for the Mavs. 
Dang. They're broken. I mean, Luca, if, if they don't make the top 10, I, I, Luca's going to ask out. There's no way. Like, that would be like a, what does Zach Lowe call it? DEFCON 1 situation. <laughs> like, if they don't make the top 10 again. But, I mean, yeah, it is what it is. That means I I have all five Pacific teams in the top 10. And I think I had n- Wolves, Nuggets, and Thunder. Oh, yes. I guess for me, I have the Pels, the Pels not making the top 10. That's probably the biggest... Uh, Hot take from mine, yeah. Dang. So for me, I think I have. Uh, I, I'm choosing between the the Clippers and Pelicans. Right, one of those two teams is, isn't going to make it. I, I think I would got. I, I got to go Clippers here. I think they have too much at stake. <laughs> so I guess for you, from Southwest, you'll have Grizzlies and. Uh, oh no, you'll have uh, the Mavs. Mavs and. Yeah, yeah. Just Mavs one and team. Pels. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Producers got all this on record now, so we'll see. It's gonna it's gonna come back to haunt us, or we're gonna be able to get bragging rights. We'll see. <laughs> now I'm pretty I'm I'm pretty confident in my in my my listing. Yeah, the shot definitely got no belief in the Mavs. All right, guys. That's wild. Well, I can't wait for the season to start tomorrow. We'll see how all these uh, predictions and stuff they're either gonna come true or they're gonna go down in the shitter right away. But it's gonna be I'm just excited to have basketball back. Me too. Take care, guys. I want to give a shout out to our producer, Sandeep. Without him, this podcast would not be possible. If you want to get the latest news on the podcast and to support us, please follow us on Instagram and Twitter at BSJPod. You can also find all our episodes uploaded onto our website at www.bsjpod.com. Thanks for tuning in.